Millennials have become the largest demographic of adults in the United States, yet a lot of churches are still struggling with ways to practically reach them. In this conversation, we're going to give you five tips to help your church engage with more millennials. We hope this conversation helps you reach more people and grow. You're listening to the Reach Right Podcast, the show dedicated to helping pastors and church leaders reach people the right way. Hosted by me, Thomas Costello, and with me as always is my co-host, Ian Hyatt. We're here to help your church see more visitors and grow. Well, hey guys, welcome to the Reach Ride Podcast. I'm your host, Thomas Costello, and with me as always is my co-host... Ian Hyatt. What's up, Thomas? Hey, not much, man. Excited. We're going to be talking today about how churches can do a better job attracting and connecting with and engaging millennials. I oh, think this is something biggie. that a lot of churches struggle with. Um, I think that uh, a lot of times we are, we're kind of fuzzy on who millennials are yeah. because... Like for so long, like we just use millennial as a placeholder for like teenagers <laughs> and 20 something. Anyone who's young, younger. Yeah. And than so, you. yeah, actually millennials are in their 40s now, some of them. Some, uh, yeah. So, you know, the, the oldest ones are in their 40s. You and I um, are, I used to say like proudly not millennials. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But like, you know, we're right on the cusp, right? So, right. Uh, generally speaking, when we're talking about millennials for this conversation, different people divide it differently, but it's 81 through 96, those birth yeah. years there. So you and I are both not millennials. You're a little bit more not millennial than I am, but um, it's <laughs> uh, love to point uh, that's that neither here nor there. Both of our wives are millennials, although yeah. my wife tends to not like to claim that because, uh, oh. you know, we often blame generational differences for most of, of the problems in our marriage. Of that's course. some of our... <laughs> Our Discord comes from that. Uh, I'm kidding. But uh, anyway, I just think it's an important conversation because uh, this is something, it's a really important group uh, for us to be reaching because it has since is now become like the the largest group of adults in the United States, at least. Yeah. Uh, so uh, millennials are a, an enormous generation. Uh, yeah. And I think that um, if you're not reaching these people that are like, well, I guess 96, they're probably 25 to early 40s now. Uh, right. So if you're not reaching this group, you're missing out on basically the entirety of the young family demographic right. yeah. uh, that's out there. So, um, but I guess before we get into some of the, like the how how we do it, how we do a better job as churches reaching millennials, I, I think it might help. I, I think we'd spend a little time talking yeah. about, and you can share this, Ian. What, what did we unpack as some of the keys? Like, what do millennials care about? What are they looking That's for? That's a good place to start, I think. Yeah, before you start reaching them, it's better to, to understand who they are and what they value like a in hunter this case. going after its prey that's you right know exactly what you want to see in that so yeah, tell yeah. us what is our prey like you're not going to go hunt a shark with just a pocket knife so uh <laughs> so yeah no, so you never hunt some... a shark but go ahead <laughs> some people do we don't hunt those here uh, in hawaii <laughs> you're closer to where it may happen anyway yeah. so here we go so they demand authenticity from organizations they associate with um they value personal growth and yeah. I like this one here. They long to be a part of something bigger than themselves. Um, other than that, they also want to be involved in meaningful conversations. Uh, they want to know that they're making a difference 
in their lives. And mm -hmm. they're also, last but not least, a very tech-savvy generation. Yeah. I, I think that I, I feel, I think a lot of us younger uh, Gen Xers, like you and myself, mm -hmm. We tend to identify with a lot of this stuff here because I feel like I, do. I was on the very tail end of the Gen X generation. We're kind of yeah. generationally homeless, I would say, in some right. ways. But I feel, I, the same. I feel like all those things describe the kinds of churches that I wanted, that I created in my ministry and the kinds of environments we want to create here at ReachRight. I mean, yeah. other than you and I, everybody on our team is a millennial, I think. And so. Yeah, but you um, made it clear I'm the oldest here at 44. Uh, we have I just made turned that clear 44. That you are, just turned 44, so... You are our elder. Uh, that's yes, that's exactly right. You're the elder of the uh, Reach Right family here. So <laughs> anyway, I think that it is something that uh, I can relate to a lot of these things because I kind of feel yeah. like a millennial in, in all of those areas. But I think understanding that stuff you're just talking about is really key yep. to... To um, I guess understanding that is is how we came up with some of the ideas that we're seeing effective yep. churches do to reach more millennials. Those that are good at it, they're doing some of these things. So yep. I'll go ahead and kick us off. The first one is we need to be to find ways to create meaningful communities. Mm. Uh, we need to find ways to do that because I think, like you said, like this place of uh, being part of something bigger than themselves and. Like, like having authentic authenticity is yep. off the chart, something that they value. And yeah. I, I'm always surprised by that. Like when we talk about right. authenticity being important to millennials, this is also the generation that is like that made Instagram, right? So yeah. I kind of think of it like Facebook was for Gen Xers and yeah. Instagram was for millennials and TikTok is for uh, Gen Z. You know, there's all kinds of crossover and people use all of them. But yeah. I think it's funny to me to think of like, the Instagram world is the world uh, users, the, the ones that made that are the ones that value authenticity most. Yeah. Because when you think of Instagram, like the first word that comes to your mind is not authenticity. It's not right. like, it's almost like feigned authenticity. It's like <laughs> the highlight reel, the me <laughs> pretending that this is my authentic self. But Here's my uh, selfie. Yeah. Yeah. Here's that's me exactly working I, out. <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah. So it's yeah. the, it's the best food that we eat. It's a picture of that. Yeah. It's yeah. You doing the, the most weight, you ever lifted. Yeah. Uh, it's you on your, your, on when you're looking your best, doing yeah. your best duck lips or whatever it is that, uh, <laughs> that the girls do, or, you know, the way yeah. that they hold their knee to make themselves look a certain way. I there don't know go. all the ins and outs of that, but it sounds like the you know point, <laughs> I, I know of it. I can't tell <laughs> yeah. you how to do it. Yeah. I can there give you, you really bad advice on how to execute yeah. it. But anyway, I think that churches, we need to run with this idea that people are looking for a place to authentically be themselves. We're also yeah. seeing left and right that they the millennials are the most likely group to be watching services online. Mm -hmm. So there's kind of a disconnect here because, well, there can be authentic community happening online and it does happen more and more. I think that what we're seeing is that like face-to-face -face, real relationship often in homes yeah. over meals these kinds of things it's what millennials are are really yeah. longing for in their day-to-day -day life they'll and volunteer so, together do outreaches together those types of things yeah yeah absolutely it's a meaningful community but he, here's the rub is that like I think a lot of people are are having a harder and harder time finding that, right? So mm. it's like there's this, I, I believe it's the loneliest generation. I just see the loneliness is off yeah. the charts nowadays. And I think there's people have a hard time getting over themselves in some ways to kind of get to that place. So the church has a huge opportunity in front of us to reach this generation. Yeah. I think it's by making fun, 
healthy, authentic, safe communities that people of all kinds can be a part of, not just millennials. It's for Gen Z, it's for boomers and Gen Xers and everybody. But I think that is really a recipe for reaching more people. And that's one of the big pivots where we went from a very large, often inauthentic, big church experience for a lot of people to having more intimate experiences that are authentic. I think that's a really big opportunity for us. Yeah, no, that's good. I I don't have much to add to that unless you still have some there. I think that's a no. good segue into the next one that I have here, which is that you need to embrace technology to better reach millennials. Um, that is a given. They are tech savvy. They watch, as you just mentioned, more online messages or they're, they're online more than any other generation. Well, I shouldn't say any other generation, any gener- other generation that precedes them. Uh, yeah. But uh, so basically... You want to do things like making sure you have an interactive, engaging social media presence that Mm -hmm. definitely that you uh, have online giving options for them. They they don't write checks anymore Uh, that, uh, well, maybe, maybe like if a school only takes it or something like that for their kids event (laughs) or something like that. But, you know, have online giving. We, We just mentioned in our last podcast that online giving now has... Uh, surpassed, you know, physical giving, uh, if you will. So have a high quality online church experience as much as possible. And by the way, if you're a smaller church, you can still have, uh, in an affordable way, a high quality online church experience. And then other than that, um, having a well-designed website, having church management software, uh, ways for them to log in and be engaged and connect and uh, an app uh, could be a good thing as well. So you just want to make sure that you are relevant to them. And that we this reminds me of a statistic we saw a little while back. And I can't remember the number, but it was maybe 42%. No, it was maybe a 20, whatever it is, between 20 and 40%. It was a long time ago. So I'm okay <laughs> if I forget it. Um, but basically the, the reasons why millennials don't engage, 20 to 40% of them said they don't engage or go to church because they feel like it's no longer relevant uh, to them. So this is one way to be relevant is to embrace technology, with, which is what they're using and where they're at. Yeah. I, um, I was a youth pastor in the um, mid-2000s and uh, early 2000s. And then I hadn't really done much with youth ministry again until I was speaking at a camp or two. Uh, I did that three or four years ago. I was speaking at camps. uh, And it was amazing to me. And this is a little bit more millennial versus Gen Z in some ways. But when I was a youth pastor and we we took our kids to camps, the idea of bringing your phone with you to camp was an absolute joke, right? Like it was it was absolutely strictly no phones under any circumstances. You cannot have any of that there. And now the idea of telling kids at a camp for church that you can't have your phone with you, wow. it's it's like it's it's laughable, right? Like yeah. I remember it was surprising to me when I was I was there speaking at camp and I realized, okay, youth ministry has changed completely in yeah. that every single kid here is on their phone really while we're speaking. You know, yeah. hopefully they're not doing, you know, TikToking or maybe they are. It's just people are much better at multitasking yeah. than they were when I was a kid at least. And so yeah. um I was amazed, but yeah, technology, I think from millennials on, I think it is something that has to be um, a part of your ministry. It's not optional to just kind of use it as like a addition. It is something that it needs to be native to what your ministry is doing there. So that's good. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, Next one. Number three is you need to offer opportunities for growth. I think millennials are more responsive 
to these kinds of opportunities than their Gen X uh, peers, maybe not parents, but like certainly their their older Gen X parents yeah. or um, their boomer parents if they have those. Yeah. So um, I, I, when I talk about this, I'm thinking about things like um, Financial Peace University classes yeah. or Celebrate Recovery type events or marriage yeah. seminars or, and, and again, leveraging technology both online and off. But yeah. I think millennials are very receptive to kind of this idea of personal growth and mm -hmm. being able to learn and actually gain skills. And I think the church is a great place to do that. They, like there's a whole movement right now, we know this from our industry, where yeah. people, they're willing to buy courses, especially online courses, more than they ever have been in the past. So mm. every business person right now, we don't do this here at ReachRight, but yeah. we try to give away most of our educational stuff for free. Yeah. But every business out there is trying to get kind of going in this course world of selling courses, digital courses, all this stuff here. And I think it's because this millennial generation is very open to this idea yeah. of paying for something if there's actual tangible growth that they can measure as a result of doing it. So I think it's a huge opportunity for churches is helping them have opportunities where they can actually grow and see a difference in their lives. Yeah, no, that's good. And I don't have much to add to that because I think that's a perfect segue to the next one is that's helping them find purpose and make a difference. So from yeah. that growth, they want growth. And they all, as we mentioned in the values that we shared at the beginning of this, they want to find their purpose in their life. They want to make an impact and a difference. So as a church, you know, that might start with, uh, you know, we feel like every church should have a good assimilation process these days. We know that's a struggle for a lot of churches to get together, uh, but churches are getting better at it. I'm encouraged. I, I, I connect with so many churches that are better at it now compared to years past, but that could be obviously a class where they, you know, not only understand service opportunities, but help them discover their unique gifts, their spiritual yeah. gifts. Um, you know, make sure that, uh, that they know outlets to, to be involved in outreach. Um, <laughs> you reminded me, so, you know, I have family that, uh, and, and particularly, uh, sisters that don't attend church and are still not there yet. But I remember when you and I used to do laundry love, Mm -hmm. uh, which is a, an outreach we did just a, a twice a month. We'd wash people's clothes for free in the community just to be a blessing to them. Touched a lot of people's lives. Well, you know, a sister who's a millennial that she wasn't interested in church, but that to her, she was like, I'd love to help your church out with that. I would love to. So again, and that's, she's was really for that. And again, that's an example of an unchurched person, but, it, but this is an example of how millennials are wired, they want to make a difference. So yeah. make sure they can get involved in extending beyond just coming because they want to do more than just go to church on Sunday or watch yeah. online. They want to make an impact and difference. So make sure your church is providing those outlets. You know, I found that I think millennials and Gen Z, like one of the best evangelism methods is giving people a chance to be involved in service. Yeah. Like there's such a deep need that I think that generationally that they have so much deeper than the generations that went before them that yeah. like this is a real way. And I actually have 
have people that I'm thinking of right now that have mm. made a decision to follow Jesus that first encountered him because they jumped in with laundry love or other yeah. kind of like homeless outreaches and things that we were doing. Yeah. And they jumped in on those and they rubbed shoulders with people uh, that believed in Jesus and started to connect with them and gave their life over to the Lord because of it. And so yeah. I, I think that it's a huge opportunity if you want to reach uh, millennials and Gen Z, I think one of the keys to that is really giving them places to serve. And frankly, they they will not be a part of a church that is just about what's happening inside of those four walls. That they yeah. will that that is unappealing it's a and actually turn it's a total to turnoff to them. It's a good yeah. way to say it. Yeah. So um yeah, I think that's a really good one, Ian. So last one is kind of in the same vein is focus on the issues of importance uh, and challenge. Focus on things that really matter to to millennials. Uh, and yeah. actually we have some, I'm gonna read some of these off here. Yeah. Um, this is a, a study uh, from Y Pulse, and they stated the 15 biggest problem, kind of right before this last election cycle, this is the 15 biggest problems in yeah. the United States for millennials and Gen Z. Here's what they said. Uh, number one was inflation. So, you know, if you're watching this in 20, uh, 2024, hopefully that's not a big deal anymore. But uh, anyway, inflation, you guys know that right now it's 7 or 8% is where we're at. And so uh, so inflation, uh, technology over dependence and addiction, that's number two. Mm. Wow. Millennials and Gen Z report that number two, their second biggest problem is their over-dependence on mm. technology and having an addiction to it. So not shocked. that's something important there. Uh, pandemic, uh, this is uh, 2022 and we're filming this here. So yeah. still in people's minds. Number four is racism, they say. Uh, number five, social media. Number six, economy. Then climate change and global warming. Acceptance, tolerance, respective differences uh, and other people's values and opinions. Um, that kind of goes hand in hand with that episode we did a couple of weeks ago yeah. about how... Uh, the like almost half of Christian millennials believe that following Jesus is the best decision someone can make, but they believe that it's wrong to tell someone of another faith that they should follow they should follow Jesus or that to tell them about Jesus with the hopes that they will change what they faith. So there's kind of yeah. some there's there's some question around tolerance versus what evangelism looks like. Yeah. You can listen to that other episode if you're interested. So um, number nine, mental health, job opportunities, crime and violence, the government as a kind of broad category. So yeah. distrust of the government. We just saw that yeah. like institutions yeah. like the government, there is more and yeah. more distrust for them. Um, affordable housing and housing availability. This is huge for millennials right now is that they, yeah. they're a generation that has a enormous disadvantage. And especially yeah. now with sky high interest rates and housing prices that have skyrocketed, almost doubled mm -hmm. in the last five or six years here. It's really yeah. crazy stuff. So there's that um, bullying and social yeah. disconnection. Uh, so this is what they label as their top 15 challenges for millennials. So I think it's important just to know these things. I, yeah. I'm not really even here to like to to give like a prescription. I don't think that any church should be tackling all of these things or yeah. try to be the answer for... You don't necessarily for... need a sermon topic on each one of these every Sunday. So. No, and I don't <laughs> think your church can do much. I mean, you know, it's like, uh, I think all of these are worthy. I think you can have like a sure. what the Bible says about these kinds of things of and course. teaching on this kind of stuff. But it, it is important, I think, to see what millennial and Gen Z, the things that they are concerned about. Yeah. And, you know, I think if you are a boomer or a Gen Xer and you're leading a church... Uh, and you start to wonder, well, you know, what does, you know, I, I don't really care the same way about, um, 
you know, the pandemic or climate yeah. change or job opportunities or housing cost the same way that these these young people do. Well, I think it's important that you you kind of preach to the audience you have, not to the audience that you want. They are where they yep. are right now. And so we need to be focusing on these kinds of issues uh, yep. that actually do matter to them. And you know, that's you know, it's you know, obviously pray and trust what the Holy Spirit would say on what you should be preaching yeah. about. But I think this is important to know some of these kinds of things that millennials are getting up day in and day out concerned about. So uh, yeah. helpful, I think. I think very helpful. Again, reminded, as I often have uh, been reminded of what Billy Graham said, they don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Well, if you understand what uh, they care about, who they are, you know how to address their needs and it and it shows that you actually do care, yeah, <laughs> so, which is a big it. deal to them. So good stuff. Good stuff. I'll end with this. I've said this before on the podcast, but millennials, we love you guys. Um, yeah. though we're married to millennials, like I said, so we, we really we're love closer millennials. to you than we are Gen <laughs> X. Yeah. But I, I want to say just that, like, um, I want to apologize for, uh, 15 years of abuse that you were leveled from <laughs> my generation, uh, kind of making fun of you and yeah. calling you lazy and, uh, snowflakes and, and all those things. So and, uh, the, all, all the things the that we did. Yeah, so we apologize. Yes. We know that now millennials rule the world. So, yeah. um, you guys are in the prime season of your life there. So, uh, anyway, uh, if this has been helpful to you, uh, those of you, whether you are a millennial or you are trying to lead millennials in your church, it would mean a lot to us if you would rate, review, subscribe, let us know in the comments. Uh, if you have any other things that you have picked up that you think are an important part of reaching millennials, we'd love to see that in the comments as well. Uh, thanks so much, guys, for being a part of the Reach Right family, and we'll catch you next week. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Reach Right podcast. We hope this episode will help you reach people the right way. Looking for more resources for your church? Check us out online at reachrightstudios.com. If this episode has been helpful to you, it would mean the world to us if you would rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week. Yeah.